you when you need to know what's happening, it's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Dukes and Brian Baldinger. Back for another edition of In the Huddle, guys. It's the Super Bowl version. Carl Dukes put him up along with my man Brian Baldinger. He's out in Phoenix, along with Nick Costos. And guys, he's there as well. And he's here to help us break down all of the craziness that we'll be looking at Sunday. You'll be looking at your friends and your buddies, and you're going, I can't believe I bet this. That's why Nick is here, and he's here to get us right. All right, Nick, let's start first with what's getting bet on. Like, obviously the game, but let's get what's getting more action when you look at the overall Super Bowl right now? You know, I, 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 there's a prop bet that, that everyone I feel like in the sports betting content space likes, and it doesn't mean that it's going to lose because of that. Like, it can win. I just think it's very interesting that Kenny Gainwell – it's like coming up next on CBS. Everybody loves Kenny. Like everybody loves Kenny Gainwell this week, and like Kenny Gainwell is a really good player, obviously for he's the Eagles. Been, he's been been their best back in the postseason, Nick, by far. So, Baldy, like, curious what you think about this, Carl? What you think about this? Everyone thinks Kenny Gainwell is going to have a huge rushing game. So his rushing yards prop is normally like seven and a half to nine and a half, or maybe like the low double digits, ten and a half, whatever. It's 19 and a half in the Super Bowl. So it's been bet way up. Miles Sanders rushing yards prop has also been bet up, opened in like the mid to low 50s and now is sitting at about 60 and a half. So I think betters are bullish on kind of like the Philly rushing attack. For me on the Gainwell one, I, I don't see it here. Now maybe Gainwell could have a big game catching the football here. If, if Philly's going to roll Kansas City in the game, and I don't anticipate that happening, I think it's going to be a close game one way or the other. The betting market does as well. Philly's a slight favorite in the game. But I think like Gainwell's like likely path to success in this game is catching the football. Like when Philly leans on teams like they did against the Giants or against San Francisco when the Niners had no quarterback, right? That's when they're shuttling the, all the running backs in and yeah. out. But when, when the game is close, like their pass rate is way over expectation in, in neutral situations, right? When they're either, when they're, when they're trailing or when the game is close. So I think the game's going to be close. Like, I don't think this is a game where Kenny Gainwell has like a ton of rushing attempts or rushing yards. So maybe that's just me. I just think that's interesting that like everyone's like Kenny Gainwell's like the guy here for the Super Bowl. I, think you're I right, disagree Nick. with that because of the way I think the game is playing out. Well, he's got 195 total yards in two games, but you know, they're, they're blowout games. They've had 68 runs in these two blowout postseason games. And so, you know, you get Boston Scott gets carries and miles. And, and so Gainwell is there in situations where if it's a close game, he's not on the field to your point. I mean, you, you did your homework on that, Nick. Yeah. The whole Eagles blowing them out because, you know, they blew the 49ers out and they blew the giants out a different animal if you're basing your bets on that don't okay it's completely off base going into the super bowl let's talk about props everybody wants one all right one year nick i bet it was dumb on the national anthem okay i was like not oh, dumb at all it's great it's gonna go over two minutes i know she's gonna be more soulful she'll definitely go over it didn't and i lost money i should have just handed it over but what are the prop bets that people are looking at? And specifically, what are you looking at? All right. So first off, um, I will text you, Carl, and Baldy, okay. if you're interested as well. Um, 
sports betters will generally like, we will know the rehearse, the exact rehearsal time for the sure. national anthem, like today. Sure. So what it always happens on like Thursday or Friday. No doubt. We like we sports betters will get the information. Like, I'm not going to tweet it out. I'm not like thirsty for cloud. Like, so like, like people will like tweet that information out for cloud. <laughs> yeah. Be like, Oh, I'm trying to help gamblers. It's like, no, like you're looking for retweets. Like you suck at life. I hate those people. <laughs> so like, I will get this information hopefully at some point today or tomorrow. And I will bet this and I won't be the only one. I'll, I'll be like the 500th person that finds out. So we'll all bet it and like it'll get blasted and then it's going to get pulled off the board and then put back up later. So like hopefully we will know what the anthem time is and I will text you when I find out and we can hopefully all bet it and make some money on it. Because oh, we good. will know the... We will have the answers to the test before it's given. Like right. that is a bet that you make and we will win the bet. So hopefully that hopefully we get that. As far as the bets that I'm making here, like this is the ultimate like stupid bet game where you want to make some stupid bets. I'm all for it. Just like do it knowing that it's entertainment. Like you go to see a movie, you pay $20, you're entertained at the end of the movie, that'll give you your money back, right? So that's how I look at some of these. It's entertainment, right? You win, great. If you lose, whatever, it's for the rush. I bet the coin toss every single year. It is the stupidest bet that you can place because it is a literal 50-50 proposition where you have to pay a VIG on it at minus 105 when it should be plus 100. So the sports book is literally gouging you, and I know that, and I still do it because it's a blast. And the rush you get when, like, the coin is about to get flipped and when it's in the air is unbelievable. So I'm All not right. saying, like, this is, like, a huge money bet, but I, I bet the coin toss based on the inexorable scientific theorem, which is up there with Einstein's theory of relativity, guys, which, of course is tails never fails. It's science. It's proof. Unless it does and it's heads. But I'll be betting the coin toss to be tails. As far as uh, on-field stuff in the game. And Baldy, like, fascinated to hear what you think about some of these. So just thinking, like, conceptualizing, like, the on-field and how I think the game is going to play out. Um, and we talked about this with the Giants game and then the Niners game, right, against Philadelphia, where I, I, I don't see Kansas City having success on the perimeter, right? So for me, like, Marquez Valdez-Scantling could go over on one reception, I, I think he's going to go under. I think he might goose egg the game going up against Slay and Bradbury. Kansas City's path to attack is going to be passing-wise over the middle of the field, right, against this Eagles defense, staying away from the perimeter. Um, maybe Kelsey has a huge game. Now, I would think that Jonathan Gannon, maybe he's the next Cardinals coach. We'll see, right? Um, we'll try to sell out to stop Kelsey. Easier said than done, right, with maybe the greatest tight end ever. So Kelsey could have a monster game, obviously. And if you think Kelsey's going to have a monster game, I would bet him to be MVP. I think he's the only, like, non-quarterback that has a shot to win. Uh, we can talk about that if you guys want at some point as well. I like Juju's matchup in this game. Yo, he practiced yesterday on Wednesday when we got the first injury report. Like Juju in the slot, basically, away from those perimeter cornerbacks because of the injury concerns with the Chiefs wideouts, with Tony and Juju. At this point right now in the week, Juju's receiving yards prop is in like the low to mid-30s. Uh, I think he goes way over that. So Juju uh, receiving yards over, MVS receiving yards under. And on the Philly side, I'll take the Gainwell rushing yards under. That's one I already gave you. It's one that I feel really good about. One of my favorite bets for the big game. Nick Costos, guys. My man, Brian Baldinger. Baldy, I'm Carl Dukes. This is In the Huddle Super Bowl week. Sunday's the game, and we're helping you out with Nick being here, laying out some things from the betting world. We'll break down the game with Baldy here coming up in just a little bit. All right, why do we overthink this game, Nick? As betters, we overthink this game. I've had a buddy call me three times this week. He started out on the Eagles. He wanted them to go to Chiefs. He bet the Chiefs, and then he calls me and he says, I regret betting the Chiefs. I'm like, bro, why are you overthinking this? Why do we overthink this game? Well, because there's, there's two weeks and there's nothing going on. Now, maybe like, hope like no, Kevin Durant just got traded to the Sun, so maybe like sports fans will have something else to think about for at least a little bit of time here with the NBA trade deadline coming up on Thursday afternoon. But there's just two weeks. You know, there's a, 
what else are we going to talk about, right? It's, it's Super Bowl paralysis by analysis, right? Um, so as far as the side of the game is concerned, I'm going to give you guys a big-time cop-out answer here. But I think it's going to result in a winning bet. And I did this last year. People are like, oh, what's your favorite bet for the Rams and Bengals? I'm like, I don't have one. I think the point spread of the game is perfect. Like Philly probably should be a small favorite or the game should be a pick em. It's basically pick the winner of the game. My opinion, which could be worth nothing, right? I don't know what's going to happen when the game is played. I think I have an idea of what's going to happen in the first half. That'll be the bet I give you. Um, I, I guess I slightly lean towards Kansas City winning the game, like the singular greatness of Mahomes in the second half coming back. But that's just my opinion, like narrative-based, right? What I feel really good about is Philly Nick, just, winning this just, game Nick, at the end just of the real first quick. half. Just, just uh, is the line one and a half favoring Philly yeah. right now? That's That's yes. been pretty firm, right? That hasn't changed much. So, like, yes. The Super Bowl is – the most bet in two game in America, right? Like World Cup is probably worldwide, but there's so much money in this market. So if you guys hear, like, whether you guys hear someone say this or the listeners hear this, someone's like, well, I think the point spread of the Super Bowl is wrong. It's like, no, actually you're wrong, like for thinking that. There's so much money in this market, like the market's just right. And it's going to be this until Sunday. Yeah. Like maybe the game closes a pick them. It's the same exact bet. It's pick the winner of the game. The total is going to close in the low 50s. Like nothing, unless like Mahomes or Jalen Hurts gets hurt, this is going to be the side and total of the game that we close at here. Gotcha. So I like the market thinks the game's a coin flip. I think the game's a coin flip. I'm not going to bet the side of the game, which sounds like, oh my God, it's a Super Bowl. You have to have a bet. I will. And that'll be Eagles to be winning at the end of the first half. Um, Philly is one of the best first half teams, like literally in the history of the National Football League. I don't know what happens in the second half. Maybe they like play with their food and they get bored a little bit and allow teams to come back. I don't know what it is, but I, Philly to be winning at the end of the first half. So you can bet Eagles first half minus a half, which means they have to be winning by one, right? Or you can bet Eagles money line minus 120, lay a little more juice, and that way you get your money back if it's tied at halftime. That would be my preferred bet. So Eagles minus 120 first half money line, where I think Philly's advantage in the trenches on both sides will kind of play out um, in the first half here. Eagles leading at halftime. Kansas City has started slow at each of the two Super Bowls they've played in with Mahomes and Andy Reid against San Francisco and then against Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. So Philly to be leading at the end of the first half. And then like, who the hell knows what happens from there? I think Kansas City comes back. Maybe I'll bet that, but I want to watch the first half play out. That's what I feel really good about. Eagles to be winning at the end of 30 minutes. Nick, do you like any of these Mahomes bets that I've seen with his numbers? Because I'm still a little skeptical about the ankle. I know it's been more time, and I get it. He'll be healthier than he was. But do you expect some of these numbers we've seen with Mahomes as far as him living up to some of that with the passing numbers, completions, et cetera? Yeah, I mean, like his his passing yards prop is, is up to 294 and a half. This is how I phrased it uh, yesterday on You Better You Bet on Wednesday leading up to Super Bowl, leading up to the game. Uh, I would never bet the under on any of the Mahomes stuff. Just never. Um, it doesn't mean that he's definitely going to go over, um, but I would never bet the under on it. I'm going to stay away from it. I, I actually kind of like the under in the game, like the game to go under 51 total points. I, I think Kansas City, like, they have avenues to be able to score, right, in this game, of course. Like, they can score a lot of points in the game. I, they are missing, like, the lightning strike element that, like, Tyreek Hill brought this offense, right? Mm -hmm. And against this particular defense, it's like, it, it styles make fights, right? In this particular matchup against Philadelphia, I don't think Kansas City's going to have, like, three play 80-yard drives in the last, like, 90 seconds against the Philly defense. Like, Kansas City can score in the game. 
but they're going to have to like to, 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 uh, to quote, like, like the great, the great chiefs head coach X Ram, right. They're gonna have to matriculate the ball down the field. It's going to take a little bit of time here. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to be able to throw unless MVS just like beats the brakes off Slay and Bradbury. I don't see that happening. And they're able to do that. Or Kadarius Tony has an unbelievable day, which is possible. Right. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's going to be a bit of a of a of a crawl for Kansas City on offense. Not saying they can't score thirty points, of course they can. Just that I I think it might be a bit of a slog for the Chiefs' offense here. Of course, he can go over. I'd never bet the under, but for me, Carl, the Mahomes stuff is a stay away here. I think the number is probably perfect where it is. Nick, the all time sack record is by the nineteen eighty five Chicago Bears counting postseason eighty two sacks. The Eagles stand at 78. Is there any props out there that the Eagles can break the Bears record? They're at 78. They're five sacks away from breaking the NFL record for sacks in a season. I, what, what's that look like out there on the on the betting lines? I haven't seen anything with that, but there are like that specific bet. That's a great bet, by the way. Like sportsbook should have something with that because that's really awesome. Um, but you can bet Philly to have more sacks than Kansas City in the game. It's actually like pretty close to even money. Philadelphia, last I saw, was a slight favorite in that market, maybe minus one fifteen as opposed to minus one hundred five for the Kansas City Chiefs. So if you like Philly in that particular market, like Philly to have more sacks in the game, like Philly is obviously, like you said, one of the most proficient like sack teams in the history of the National Football League. Like that could be about like worth making if, if that's kind of how you feel. I, I I kind of look at it not differently, but I think there's some opportunity actually on, on the Kansas City side potentially here. There are some player versus player props that you can bet. So like Legarius Sneed versus TJ Edwards, for instance, right? Or like Chris Jones versus Sasan Reddick in this particular market as far as sacks are concerned. Like Sneed is a big favorite against TJ Edwards, which makes sense. You think about Steve Spagnolo, right? And I'm a Giants fan. Think back to those to the first Super Bowl against the Patriots. He's blitzing guys from everywhere. That's kind of the Spagnolo like like blueprint, right? Where Sneed should be a favorite over TJ Edwards. Like that's actually a bet that I think I'm actually going to make is Sneed to have a sack before TJ Edwards. But if you can find like you, meaning the person listening, kind of like something like a discrepancy in these sack versus sack. So Chris Jones versus Hassan Reddick. Chris Jones is favored in that market against Hassan Reddick, like a pretty big favorite. I think that's a little odd. Like, I know Chris Jones dominated the AFC title game. Also, he was playing against backups, and now he has to, like, go against, you know, the Philly offensive line's pretty good. Uh, so, like, I actually think there's some money to be made in those markets, player versus player, specific sack markets, where I think some of these, honestly, are, like, mispriced. I would never say, like, the market for the Super Bowl is wrong, side in total, but some of these prop bets can be mispriced, and I think some of those are. Nick, I love your first half bet with the Eagles. I, I love some of the things you're laying out. People are, they're thirsty for more information about what they should be betting. Tell the people where they can find you, man, and uh, all the things you guys are talking about out there. You're going to be doing shows, right, Sunday, correct? Sunday, leading into yep. the game. Uh, we fly on. We fly back on Saturday. So, yeah, that'll, that'll be fun. It's the the six-hour flight home followed by the Sunday morning show is always a blast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you better you bet. Weekdays, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern. We're on today, Thursday, Friday, live from Phoenix. We're broadcasting from the Ben MGM Sportsbook, literally, like, right outside State Farm Stadium, the site of the game. And then Sunday morning, uh, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, nationally, Eastern time, getting you set to bet and win on the Super Bowl. Can't wait, man. It's going to be a fun game. I think it'll be entertaining. And more importantly, we hope you get some money. Nick, thanks for stopping by as always, man. Enjoy your time out there. Looking forward to hearing you on Sunday. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Wishing you guys and all your listeners minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Baldy, I'll talk to you later today on your better event. You got it. It is is my sincere hope. It's my sincere hope that Baldy was not like listening to my bets and being like, man, what an idiot. I don't think it's going to play out like this at all. (laughs) Well, you know what? And this gets back to game planning, which we're going to dive into. Nick Costos, thank you so much. 